Hi guys, hope everyone's well. So in today's video, I'm going to touch on handling low motivation, something I think a lot of people struggle with, especially at this time of year, which is why I'm creating the episode, because I often hear, oh, how do you stay motivated? Uh, how how come you're always motivated? And also, uh, it is a f frequently a reason people don't adhere to the plan, and sometimes in check-ins, uh, they might state they're not motivated, which made it hard to stick to things, and that caused them to, let's say, maybe not get their sessions in that week, not manage to tick all the boxes they need to tick to be moving forwards and progressing. And motivation is usually its lowest at this time of year, this time of year being winter, as usually the days are really dark, there's a lack of sunlight, so it's kind of a recipe to not be motivated. You just feel a bit more, feel a bit more dull and feel a bit more... It's harder to get everything done. It's cold outside. It's not. You need to wrap up and put tons of layers on to get yourself to the gym. So overall, things can be a bit more difficult, and you can uh, kind of find it hard to stick to plan with also things coming up around Christmas period, etc. So the first thing I want to touch on is setting mini goals. So changing your body composition and also reaching your fitness goals takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. As a result we should make sure that our goals are in line with that. And what I mean by this is, make sure we're setting goals that we can achieve in a shorter period of time and setting goals that keep us motivated and keep us having something to work towards because you can lose sight of your goals. If, if let's say, you've got a long-term goal of, well, for myself, I could give an example of, I look to step back on stage and compete in bodybuilding again in 2024. That's a year and a half away. So if I don't set myself short-term goals, then it's going to be quite hard to stay driven, stay motivated and uh, have that sense of urgency, which can be very, very valuable. So instead of, let's say, only having a goal in 2024, I can set goals performance-related. So things like chasing down certain lifts, uh, things like trying to chase, not that you should, but chase a certain body weight. And this applies if you're dieting too. You can change, let's say, your body weight dropping and try and reach a new low in body weight. But yeah, for myself, I'm thinking about numbers in my head I want to hit on certain movements. And what I mean by this is, let's say, like a deadlift. I want to remain in deadlift 200 kilograms. I want to chest press four and a half plates. I want to do two and a half plates on the doctor machine. So we things like that. If you can set goals like that across the board, that's going to make you so much more motivated and give you a good sense of urgency. And it could just be simply making improvements and some areas like your short-term goals could be let's say improving your nutrition and the consistency there and if you have these goals performance-based ones then when let's say if you're chasing down a lift and you know right you can't be bothered going to sleep you want to watch something on tv if you've got that goal and you're thinking right i want to hit this goal by this time it's like right get your head on the pillow you've got a reason to get to sleep you've got something you're trying to chase down whereas if let's say your goal's a year and a bit away like mine's, and I don't think short-term, and I just think, ah, sorry, it's a year and a half away, we've got plenty of time. Then that'll fly by, and you'll probably won't have as good of an end product or reach your goal as well as you potentially could have. So in terms of what else you can do to keep yourself motivated in terms of goal-setting is compete against others with your performance. So if you've got people you go to the gym with or there's people you talk to in the gym and you see them doing certain lifts, just think, Right, your goal is to catch them. Your goal is to stay ahead. You want to, you want uh you mean crush them at that lift or whatever. You want to beat them at it and set those goals, and that will help a lot. 
and uh, motivation and like your consistency doesn't just have to come from what like one avenue yes people say focus on yourself and that is the real reason we should be doing it self-improvement but there's no reason why you can't use other people as a source of motivation and a source of keeping you consistent and moving forward as long as it's not the only reason you do something but yeah this is a great way setting many goals to stay motivated and it gives you a sense of reward and dopamine from moving forward and it gives you a sense of urgency which helps massively because if you've got a sense of urgency you'll probably progress at a faster rate even if let's say you do have short-term goals and they've got let's say you've got a certain time frame to complete them if you fail you'll probably still be further ahead than if you didn't have that goal at all so Next is highlighting wins and progression. So this is similar to the previous point in terms of setting goals, but when we are working towards long-term goals, we can't just highlight when we reach those long-term goals. And the reason being is they can be so far away and infrequent. Like I said, I can't just keep myself motivated by highlighting a goal that's one and a half years away because I've got to wait a long time to have any sense of reward or enjoyment or happiness from reaching that goal. So instead, Set your short-term goals and highlight when you reach them. And highlight all the many wins, I like to call them. I got that from someone called Jordan Peters. Uh, so when you're taking progressions, highlight that to yourself. Even if it's a rep, even if it's 1.25 kilo on the bar. Every time I do a movement or do or perform a movement and get new levels of strength, I think, right, that's me added some new muscle. That's me progressed. Regardless, like if let's say you do a movement for the first time and you add... 10 kilos to it that's you getting just used to the movement that's not you adding muscle but the principle applies just try and highlight that to yourself and think right i'm adding new muscle this is me growing my chest and that will be exciting that will be somewhat motivating to yourself so link the two together it's all about linking and uh, you can you could just highlight sticking to the plan so if you hit your steps all day uh, every day of the week then highlight that to yourself and think right i've done this or it could be improving your meal time. Just whatever things you can highlight to yourself that's a wee win, highlight that. Because every mini win you perform, every way you move forward will accumulate towards your long-term goal and accumulate towards you being motivated. And uh, that will help massively. And it's good to stop and smell the roses. Look how far you've came and put and give yourself some of a pat on the back. Not become complacent, but also highlight those mini wins because they do accumulate towards the big wins. And every time you hit that mini win and highlight it to yourself, you get that sense of reward and dopamine from progressing, from moving forward and reaching one of your goals. And something else I'd like to say, which is super, super important, arguably one of the most important points, is link your tasks and short-term goals to your long-term goals. So if, let's say, we've got... if let, if, oh, I'll use me for example, it's an easy example. If one of my long-term goals is to step on a bodybuilding stage and short-term my goal is, let's say, to get the, the necessary amount of calories I need in throughout the whole off-season, if that's my short-term goal, but I don't see the value in it, let's say, well, the value in it, first of all, is allowing me to be in a surplus to build muscle in the best position possible allow me to slowly bulk to be able to build muscle efficiently. If I don't link that to me building more muscle and looking better on stage next time I diet down, then I probably don't see the importance of it and I probably won't do it. 
what I mean by this is if you see the value and benefit of something, it'll get done. And an example is if I gave you a grand for hitting your steps for a week, you'll probably manage it as you see the value in a grand. You see the value in having money. So yeah, if you want to if you want to basically achieve something, link it to your values, link it to your long term goals because if you value something enough, it will get done. Simple as that. So linking it basically allows us to see the benefit of it. And in terms of linking it, don't just link it to your long-term goals. Link what you're doing to your why. And it's really important to think deep and establish your why. Your why is simply the reason why you perform something or carry something out. It's the reason why you probably joined the coaching process. And when you're thinking about your why, sometimes it can take a wee while to think about what your why actually is. This might seem weird, you might think it's obvious, I want to build muscle, that's my why. But think deeper, why do you want to build muscle? Let's say it could be due to you feel really self-conscious and you hate the feeling of not being confident in your own skin and you're sick of it and you want to you want to feel confident and comfortable in yourself and you want to you want to prove to yourself that you can reach that goal of building muscle. Uh, that could be your goal. Uh, or what do you think is going to be more motivating? Thinking, let's say, let's say an overweight individual, they want to lose weight. What's going to be more motivating and what's going to push them to be more consistent? Them thinking, uh, my wife's to lose weight, I want to lose weight. Or would their why be more empowering, be more motivating if their why, if they thought to themselves, my why is to lose weight so I can be healthy enough to see my children grow up and so I can be in a good body composition so my wife is attracted to me. What do you think is going to be more empowering? What do you think is going to help them stick to the plan more? Thinking, lose weight, eh, look a bit better, or lose weight so I can be healthy, so I can stay alive for my ch children to grow up and watch them grow up and see their grandchildren or see their grandchildren and then also so my partner's attracted to me. What do you think is going to be more empowering and going to drive them most to reach their goals? Definitely a second option. So next up is sunlight exposure. Might be a weird one to, to see in here and you might think, why is that going to help me stay motivated? So... Getting sunlight exposure has a big impact on our mood and energy levels. I've had, I think, in the last two weeks, I think I've had three clients say they just feel a bit lack of energy and a lack of motivation, just feel a bit, bit like neutral, a bit flat. And uh, sunlight exposure plays a big impact on our mood and energy levels. And there's something called seasonal affective disorder, which can be caused by lack of sunlight. And it's when we have a... Uh, disruption in our mood, our energy level, our motivation and our drive on a daily basis uh, and many other things can be affected by this and that's basically due to the lack of sunlight or it can be caused by it and the reason being is obviously in winter we barely get any sunlight compared to summer, we're not out in the weather because it's freezing, we've not got the ability to do things like go for a picnic in a park or whatever or whatever you like to do in summer because it's dark all the time and also cold. But it, what basically a lack of sunlight can do is cause a disruption in melatonin, which is the sleep hormone. 
and also serotonin which affects mood, appetite and sleep and also it's like sometimes referred to as a happiness hormone and in terms of your circadian rhythm this can also be disrupted so your sleep wake cycle how easy it is to get to sleep and wake up your quality of your sleep and uh, yeah your ability to sleep which is partly disrupted by again serotonin and melatonin uh, serotonin helps you stay asleep as well I believe uh, so if let's say they're disrupted then we're going to have lack of energy a poorer mood uh, like I said appetite can be affected and overall we're not going to be in a good place to reach our goals because if we've got lack of energy and a poor mood that's like a like a recipe for disaster in terms of not being able to stick to training because they're usually the things that cause lack of motivation so if we can fix this then we can help our motivation so what we can do to try and help this is try and get as much sunlight as possible so if let's say you have the ability to get outside in the morning and get some sunlight when it's bright outside ideally closer to the first few hours of waking and when you can get a decent bit of sunlight and that will help massively with the above and if you're not in the position where you can do so very easily if you work from home you can consider a sad light which a sad light is basically a it's called a seasonal affective disorder light it's what i've got on the now it's this big bright thing here and that's gonna basically expose you to bright light which can replicate sunlight uh, due to the amount of light it can emit and help in terms of energy levels mood levels and get us that replacement for artificial sunlight basically uh, but if you can getting outside is usually more effective and if let's say you do work a shift and it's hard for you to get outside for the sunlight then you can maybe try and go out on your break but if you do work from home you can maybe look into getting a sad light uh, because again better sleep equals better mood better progress better energy which is all going to mean you're going to reach your goals easier so few more quick fire ones that I'm not going to go into as much depth with but can also be valuable so stimulants so caffeine can help in terms of energy levels our motivation to train and uh, how we're feeling so when you're training early in the day and you're not training close to bed then caffeine can be a great wee pick-me-up it could be an energy drink a coffee pre-workout whatever you enjoy and it can disrupt sleep quality so make sure you don't have it too late in the day I'd say a good cut off is eight hours from bed seven maybe at the latest the reason being is caffeine's got a half-life of eight hours, sorry, five hours. So if we have a coffee at five o'clock at night, we've still got half the coffee in our system at ten o'clock at night. So yeah, it can disrupt sleep, so be mindful of that. Because if, let's say, sleep dis sleep's disrupted, that means we've got uh, poor energy and we'll have poor motivation and be in a worse mood anyway, so it's not really going to help. And also motivational videos and music. It might sound cringy, but if using these methods of motivation works for you, utilize them. Utilize motivational vids, videos and music and whatever other things get you fired up and ready to train. If it's watching people lift or that. Or uh, remembering your goals, again, linking it all back to what your goals are. And lastly, something I'd like to touch on is just being disciplined. So it's normal not to be motivated over all the time. And I definitely appreciate, again, seasonal affective disorder is a real thing. People's mood are, is down and they can almost have like mild depression in the winter, which I definitely appreciate. But at the same time, uh, again, putting that aside, the people who reach their goals don't rely on motivation. They rely on discipline. 
So motivation fades for everyone. Like it's not like people have the magic secret to stay motivated. They just rely on being disciplined. And disciplines when you carry something out regardless of being motivated or not. It's it's almost automatic. You just do it because it's something important to you. If something's value enough, if you value something enough, you'll get it done regardless of your motivated. Just like in school or uni, hopefully you didn't rely on motivation there. Because if you did, eh, you probably didn't get far in your exams because you can't rely on it. So our minds, just like any other muscle, when we apply a stress to it, it adapts and grows. And then when it adapts and grows, basically what I mean by that is what we can tolerate. Our level of discipline, we can improve. We can we can grow our level of discipline or improve it, just like how we can grow a muscle. So we all start somewhere. So even if you don't believe that you're the most disciplined individual, just stay in your own lane and see where you are and try and improve upon that. If, let's say, you can't stick to training, let's say, or let's say you're struggling to lose weight and you always eat a ton of chocolate at night time, Instead of going from eating, let's say, a big massive chocolate bar to no chocolate at all in your diet, just have slightly less. Just take a couple squares off and don't eat a couple squares. Like, again, like, just slow and steady wins the race. So just aim to improve, aim to step forward. And this applies with training. If you don't think you're training too hard and you could train harder, then you don't have to train to absolute failure and uh, train like someone who's trained for 10 years. Just simply go for one more rep and just repeat that process. Uh, but thanks for watching. Hope you've enjoyed the video and you found it valuable yourself. And I uh, hope everyone has a great day, a great week, or yeah, a great weekend, depending on when you're listening to this or watching this.